Welcome to the High Ground Podcast. I am your host, Ollie, and with me are my lovable band of delinquents, starting with Jerain. You. Gabe. Gert. And Chris. What's up? And today we have a special <laughs> episode for you. We have a very different we haven't done something like this i mean we technically have never done this before but we used to do something like this where we would pitch ideas when we used to do uh battle royales but this is completely different but just so you guys can get a general idea of what we're doing this week we are doing movie rewrites that's right comic book movie rewrites basically that's when i think it was well, who is it, Gabe or Jerain? Which one? Who's whose who's idea was Jerain's idea? So it was Jerain's yeah, idea that was me. to uh, for us to pick comic book movies that we thought needed uh, retooling, re uh, reworking, or just gotta fix that thing like a bandaid. But um, all right, boys, who wants to start us off? Oh, we're going straight into. We have nothing to. Oh, in the before. Oh, well, uh, actually, okay. So in the news, I guess before we. We just jump into it. Uh, DC Fandom was last week, uh, last weekend. That's what I saw. Uh, let's 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 uh, fangirl about that before we start. I got I got to I got to admit though, the whole entire event was not necessary. Yeah 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 yeah. Making it did not need to be like a eighteen or however long hour. I think it was nine event hours. that it was. I believe it was nine. Was it, nine was hours. It nine? And then it repeated. Right, it was nine hours and repeated, but yeah, it didn't need to be nine hours long because the main information that we needed was um, Gotham Knights Suicide Squad game, Suicide Squad, uh, movie. Suicide Squad movie, and the Batman game. Yes, and then you had like Wonder Woman, a couple news here and there, Wonder Woman, but that kept retreading like ever so often throughout the series, <laughs> and then it was like new bits that were dropped here and they're like static and stuff like that which is great info yeah like milestone but, sandman right without that was that was great info to be held mm. but that was like sprinkled in between a nine hour uh conference because they had talked about covid shit and stupid the only other panel that wasn't really comic book related but i'm not sure if it was was um the black or the women of color, the what boss? What do they call it? Bouse, bouse, bouse. I don't know what you're talking about. The one with Candace Patton and all the other. Uh, yeah, but remember, we, you and I, you and I didn't watch it. I know your cousin, yeah. your cousin watched it with you. Yeah. But that was something like when when I expect to see like DC fandom or hell, there was like a a Marvel fandom. Or, like that mm. what i'm expecting is updates on my comics updates on the comic book world right. i'm not expecting um whatever the hell that was <laughs> the woman of color thing like that's not a big problem whatsoever no not at all however it's just not the best time for that because no one really asked for that i agree uh, no one asked for that whole like 10 minutes worth of covid19 bullshit we're here to escape Right, and you guys want to waste time. Not to mention, like we're exactly not to mention we're like we're we're month away in August right now, almost September. How far along are we in this whole COVID thing? Like, there's nothing new that you can tell me that I haven't known from like the beginning 
couple of months. Bro, the only funny panel, the only off-guard funny panel at DC Fandom was when Jim Lee roasted the shit out of that artist. He was just like, you should have done this, 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 this. And I'm like, damn. The proportions um, are off. You're coloring shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pain in that man's eyes. Pain. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, other than that, like, there's only a few highlights mm. um, worth mentioning, but they did not have to need, they did not need a whole nine hour show for that. Mm. But, Agreed. other than that, uh, I'm excited for Gotham Knights. I think I'm probably I'm probably more excited for that than I am for the Marvel's Avengers game. Um, Agreed. Suicide Squad only saw a trailer, so it's not much to get hyped about. But if I had a, if I had a pick between that and Gotham Knights, I already know which one I'm picking. Um, the Suicide Squad movie looks like it could be very interesting with the cast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Batman. I'm already looking forward to that as well. But my boy Robert we talked Pants about. I'm gonna kill that shit. <laughs> Robert yeah. Batten-Bat. Robert Batten-Bat. That is his legal name. <laughs> Isn't it so weird how all the recent Batman actors can have a funny play on their name with Batman? It's so weird. That is that true. they all can do that. That is true. Robert Batten-Bat. <laughs> what was what was Christian Bale's? Uh, Did he have one? I, he does have one, but I don't remember the name. He has, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's something clever. I don't know what it is. But. He has one. It's just, I don't remember the name of his. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, unless you guys want to add more stuff on the DC fandom. True. I mean, for me, the best thing to come out of it was the Batman trailer that got me hyped for the movie. Yeah. True. Yeah, it's we we pretty much talked about all that stuff. To be honest, I've watched that trailer like so many times that I can't even count. That is true. I always re- I always rewind on vengeance, bro. Like, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> own it, own it, King. But other other than that, I, I really don't have anything else. That and mean the Avengers game is coming out, but that's a hit. That could be a hit or miss. I'm waiting to see what the reviews say on it, and I'm not talking about like IGN reviews because fuck them. Mm. I mean like actual good like reviewers who go in depth on the game. Mm. The beta is not so, ha- is not having me um, rather excited. Yeah, I know there's supposed to be another war table that's happening. Uh, what, what what for? We already know everything pretty much. They're supposed else. to be going more in. They're supposed to be going more in depth on levels, not levels. Uh, I think maybe like leveling up, and some other stuff. And the major thing is that they're talking about they're showcasing a new hero. What the what? Yeah, Pop-pop. they're showcasing. No, 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 okay. Like another another character that they're adding to the roster. Hmm. Probably gonna be Scar yeah, or the be, Witch. I mean, hopefully it's well. I mean, for me personally, I'd I, I'd hope it's Black Panther, but I gotta wait to see. That is true. I'm gonna be severely disappointed if Captain Marvel comes up before Black Panther. Watch him be an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> Just to spite you. That's some dumb shit like that. 
I don't know. I'll be locked behind Verizon or some shit. Just out of spite. <laughs> anyway, let's start to leave a sour taste in my mouth. Okay, so who wants to go first in the main topic? Have my dream. Uh, All right. J- okay. Um, Drain, uh, quick question. Uh, do you have any reference material so I can put on the screen? Uh, just a picture, really. Should I text that to you, or should I? Um, you can drop it in the chat, yeah, Discord chat, or text it to me, whichever is easier. Okay. These models suck. All right, so just well, actually, before we start, who who knows which character, I'm, which movie I'm doing? No clue. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Okay. So, actually planning on, let me see, sending it right now. All right, so I, I can I can drop that into OBS as we talk. Compressing file, yada, yada, yada. Taking his time. Send. Is it through text? No, I was sending it to this. Oh, okay. Take a long time. I'm not too sure. Someone's gonna through message. Okay. So why don't you just tell us and then we'll I'll just put it on the screen as you talk. My my the character that I'm doing is Black Panther. (laughs) You know, I wanted to guess that. I'm like, nah, it's too easy. (laughs) No, it it really was me, Black Panther. For like numerous, numerous that I'll fall into um once I start describing it. Mm. So Ali sent I sent a link in the group chat um on Instagram and I sent you the image on both Discord and through uh iMessage. Mm. Not iMessage but message. So whichever one comes first just go ahead and put it up. Okay. So uh I already like what I'm seeing. I, I already have up? an idea. I, I already have an idea of what you're using this for. So what I plan on doing first, let me stick with the things that I'm going to keep. Right. Mm. So one change that um, was made that I actually enjoyed was the fact that um, Killmonger is T'Challa's cousin. I'm keeping that. The second thing I'm keeping is the soundtrack itself, because honestly, I don't think you could come up with a better soundtrack than that mm. for that movie specifically. Ludwig. The costume designers. What's up? Ludwig. Yeah. Yep. Costume designers I'm keeping. Uh, some support characters I'm going to keep. I'm not going to keep everyone. I'm contemplating getting rid of Nakia. Mm. I'm Because I don't really think every superhero movie needs some kind of love interest. Agreed. It's not necessary. Um, and I don't know if I'm getting... I'm, I'm getting rid of M'Baku as well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh shit! The heart. He was the yep. heart of the movie. We yep, have come I'm from rid the of mountains, but we'll miss the mountain joke. <laughs> oh, okay, it's your movie. <laughs> that's it. That's one of my under. That's one of my underlying themes of why I'm getting rid of certain characters and why I'm doing certain things mm. is because I truly believe that humor itself kind of ruined that movie. Mm. What are those? Not the f- Without the fact, exactly, exactly, 
not the fact that humor was used in the movie, but how it was used in the movie is why it, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about one specific scene in general, and they both it was both in Black Panther and in Civil War. Yeah. So as a general question, which which chase scene was more memorable to you guys? Was it the chasing in Civil War, where it's Cap, Black Panther, and Bucky, or was it the chasing in Black Panther? Civil War, Civil bro. Civil War, man. Civil War. Yeah, I had more. All right. Exactly. And it could be for different reasons. You may not know it yourself, but I I rewatched that scene, both of those scenes, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And from beginning to end, the amount of tension that's filled in that one scene alone is present. Right. You feel as if Bucky has to escape from what's going on. You know that Cap has to try to catch Bucky and not let anybody get to him. You feel that T'Challa has to go and catch Bucky because he's the one that, you know, he's under the assumption that he's the one that killed his father. Mm. There's a whole motivation behind it. It's presented very clear. It's it's also very fresh because you're not used to seeing, like, these people outrun cars. And, you know, this is like Action Jackson and shit like that. But <laughs> My man. You're not used to... You're not used to seeing that before. So it's a brand new premise. Mm. When it comes to... When it comes to the Black Panther movie, not saying that the premise can't be done again because it has been done already and it can still work. Mm. However, they lack some, they one, they try to be different with it and they tend to put in a lot of jokes that don't make sense. For example, one, one glaring thing that like takes me out of the movie, which is never a good thing, is the fact that at one point in time, ah man, what's her name? Not Nakia. Uh, Okoye, uh-huh. who is in a bulletproof vibranium car, decides to go on top of the roof of the car of people who are shooting at her. Yep. At what sense is that? At what point does that make any sense? None. <laughs> they could have just shot her. None. In the head. <laughs> they could have just shot her right in the head, and that—that's my point. It's just like that right there makes no sense. When Claw blows up the car and she flies off, and Nakia is just like driving, basically, she's holding the wheel, but skidding off on just a seat it's supposed to be like this cheap humor like this kind of joke Mm. however it takes away the tension from what's going on there Mm. on top of that one of the first scenes in the black panther movie what do you want and one of the first scenes of the movie for black panther the whole i never freeze thing it's a good line it you don't it doesn't feel cheap it feels like it's really like a badass thing because right. that's what you came off of from civil war You're like yo black panther is someone you don't fuck with he's a person who gets things done he just he's like a very badass person and then you, you go through the motions there's this very poorly designed and choreographed fight scene with you can't tell what's going on and then in the middle of it, he freezes and is used as a as a cheap joke throughout the whole entire time. Right. The problem with that is that you can you can't take him as you may think like it's not a big deal, but at the end of the day, you can't really take him as seriously as you would like to because they treat him as a joke. His sister treats him as a joke. They like he's basically like a walking joke per se mm. in certain in certain points. He got so uh, what's up? He got uh, flanderized. I guess you can say that yes, it's because like once you once you saw his character in Civil War, you saw a badass person. But what? Because because you know why it's called. You didn't bother me though. Oh, 
I'm going to just explain why it's called flanderization real quick for people who don't know the term flanderization. Flanderization comes from... My dog's bothering me. No, you're good. I I was just explaining why the term flanderization for people that don't know what that means. Uh, Flanderization basically comes from Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Uh, The reason why we got it is because in the beginning, uh, Ned was just a normal neighbor. And then towards the later seasons, they made him a Jesus freak. So they're like thus flanderization so every time you see a character who degret like um uh regresses or becomes a caricature of their previous self you call it flanderization so like in this case black panther was this cool like alpha like badass stoic character and then they flanderized him into a basic joke buffoon who doesn't know how to do anything by himself that's just mm-hmm. flanderization for anybody who is in the comic session right now and is like, what does that mean? There you go. <laughs> so continuing on, yeah, I'm changing some of the support characters and I'm still going to keep like uh, the rest of the stuff that I mentioned. Now, the things that I would add and change. One, Ollie, did you get the picture yet? Uh, the second one? There's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put, the one that a, the, the statue, I got it. I got it. It's on screen. Yeah. Uh, put that in the, in the, um, you can see on the, on your live stream so people can see what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it's there. But I want to, I, yeah, I'm changing up the suit. Mm. That's one. The suit for Black Panther movie, I'm not a big fan of it. Most mask itself doesn't really help, mm. but it takes away the menacing like that gives the Black Panther when he's going doing what he's doing. Mm. Something is like like energy weapon. Mm. There'd be spears or dagger that he's he has that. I think that should be something added as well. Maybe, maybe not too sure, but I feel like it'd be good. Um, I feel like it'll. Be Edition, uh, maybe not. Okay. If anybody needs to see the the visuals, it's on. Just click me. It's there. Yeah, so you can see the suit. Thing about that, I would have for him. Something else that I'm would look better. Is that or than T'Challa? Because I did say that civil that uh, the Civil War suit was way better than Black Panther. Black Panther, they made him look ugly. Ugly. <laughs> not a huge fan. So uh, also, like I said, I mentioned just trees not gonna. You're, you're cutting out. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. You were cutting out. Shuri, uh, his sister is. His sister, what? Is to be smarter than him. Yeah, that's a problem. He's supposed. I mean, it's not to say that you can't give Shuri a character, but when you went out and said. Oh, she's the smartest. Well, here, but here, here's how I'm changing it, though. She's not going to be smarter. What I'm changing about her and the dynamic in her is that Chipotle is not going to be the leader versus Shuri. She's, she's going to be natural born, which is true to her character. What happened? Because you're, you're, cutting, you're cutting in and out. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, I was sure he's going to be a natural-born leader, T'Challa. Okay. 
Wait, so Shuri is going to be a natural born leader in comparison to T'Challa? Right, where T'Challa makes more decisions. Not to say he does a job whatsoever, but it plays in he, he's actually a good person. It, it's hard for him to make decisions, so to speak. It's his actual like moral code. Mm. But she, I want she's quick decisions, but people of the of Wakanda tend to this is gonna be your future. But when it comes to um Shiri, she's a better leader the role of not gonna be in that movie. We got every so, other word. <laughs> not gonna lie, we got leader, then something and something. I don't know what to tell you. Alright, try 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 hanging up and coming back. Yellow. Can you hear us? Is everybody here? Hello. So Chris is here. Jerrain. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Gabe's here. Jerrain, are you alive? Mm. Barely. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you now. Continue. Or you can barely hear me, or you can. No, yeah, yeah, you're, you're fine now. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing right now. Uh. Pause right it. or what? Pause. Pause. We're good. Everybody, continue talking now. Yes. So, Jorian, where are so you? Everything's good. Did you yeah. hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Um, I think last thing I was saying, I was trying to differentiate uh, sure. Shuri from T'Challa. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot. Um. Ugh, I should have structured this a lot <laughs> better. You want but, um, mm-hmm. what's up? No, I was gonna say, uh, if you want us to come back or like, what, what do you want? What, what do you want to do? I'm not too sure because I have, like a bunch of notes, basically. Yeah, give us. I yeah, yeah, really... g- yeah, give us your bullet notes. Uh, did like is is the story different? Like what 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 changes did you make to the? To Honestly, the- so what I'm changing is that one. I'm going. Man, one of the main things I'm changing up is the mother. I'm basically I want to say his whole character, but I'm giving him a better motivation and giving him better better character development. Okay. And I'm also changing the dynamic between him and the relationship as well. So, in the beginning of the movie, I'm going to establish the fact that they are cousins. Okay. Meaning you're going to see them when they're little, hanging out with each other and doing things. Okay. So you can actually get the family dynamic and the family aspect. What's going to happen is, 
And then at a certain point in time, which you're going to see in the actual movie, like Claw's going to break into Wakanda, something, some stuff's going to happen. But at the end of it, he, Kilmar, gets taken away. Right. He, he, he pretty much gets abducted from Wakanda. And brought to the, and that like, he's going to have great disdain for him and so on and so forth. But while he's there, like, it's still going to take place in, like, um, what was it? California? Yeah. Oakland? So, yeah. I don't think I'll do, I don't think I'll do specifically Oakland. I'm just going to keep it specific to, like, Cali. I don't know where exactly yet. Okay. But, um, he eventually ends up escaping Paul. He lives until he's, like, pretty much taken in by this random woman. I don't, I haven't given her a name yet, but Basically, it's going to be a woman who becomes like his mother figure. Mm. And she raises him for like a few years now. She been, they become very close, mm. you know, because she, the storyline is that she has tried to have kids, but it never really worked for her. And he, and he, he himself doesn't have a family, so he's by himself. So they kind of like actually game, became close with each other. Mm. Now, since this takes place in 1992, during that time, this is where, like, the LA riots started to happen. So I'm going to have it so that she ends up getting um, killed during one of these riots mm-hmm. from, like, police and stuff like that, basically establishment. Mm-hmm. And he's back, like, being by himself. But since he's a lot older, he can make, you know, more decisions by, I guess you can say, by himself. He's, like, as young as he used to be. So his whole thing now becomes uh, he's basically gotten the worst of what life has to offer he's gotten he's been taken away from his home he's lived on the streets he's been his only mother figure that he's ever known was taken from him again and he is basically rooted in like not neediness what's the word i'm looking for um he's basically rooted in abandonment helplessness helplessness the feeling of everything that he has is always taken away from him, and he can never have the strength nor the resources to do so. And that's his whole entire shtick. So eventually when he gets older, he ends up joining like the army itself, and he gets all the physical and tactical advantages and stuff that he needs. Goes back to, he goes back to Cali, starts doing groups and stuff like that, organizing things, helping out his community, and since he has a background, he's not afraid to use violence because he's all about protecting his people. Since, since basically no one was for him when he would be like the big brother that everyone else needs mm. in or out. So that's that's where his storyline happens. Okay. What's going to happen that's different is that I'm I'm killing off Claw in the, the first act of the movie. Okay. Okay. Claw's like not it. gonna serve Claw's not gonna serve any point but just to be a driving force for to for T'Challa and Killmonger to me again. Because T'Challa's tracking him from Wakanda because he's trying to figure out where missing weapons have gone. And Killmonger is tracking him from he they just so happen to be like in Cali again because his one of his bases one of his bases is stationed in there. Mm. And he's just out to get vengeance to kill him. Mm. So T'Challa tracks him down. They end up coming into like some kind of crossway, and 
Killmonger ends up killing um, Claw. Allah happens to win and they see each other. Now, kind of recognize each other until like he takes out the mask, they exchange names and stuff like that. And it's not a, a hate like how it was in the movie because they actually love each other. They reunite and stuff like that, and it's a great moment because they never thought they'd see each other again. He thought they killed him dead, so on and so forth, and ended up taking that trip. So now the liberation thing is happening because you know uh, another piece of royalty who was lost, and so on and so forth, mm. and that leads over into Act Two. And now you know, what's going on is that they're kind of reading their their relationship since they've been seeing how each other were doing. They this is very but they've done a few missions here and there. What? A little bit. Well, yo, yo, you guys can hear him, right? A little bit. He's cutting out. In and out. Gabe, can you hear him? I can't hear Gabe. Yeah, Gabe. Gabe's completely out. But um, yeah. Uh, say that one more time. My bad. I'm muting myself. But um, <laughs> can, can you hear Jermaine? He comes in, in and out for me. He sounds like a robot. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I do this live because I was just gonna kill me. <laughs> are you are you close by the internet or no? I'm I'm every single time we do these parts. This is the first time, the first time you had this problem. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's probably it's probably this a voice. Bad. It's probably a voice setting. Something in your voice. Setting. I don't know what. It- Unfortunately, I can do really the change it right now since I have my hand. Yeah, we'll deal with it next next episode. But um, yeah, try to try to try to finish your story as best as you can. Uh, no, you can no. Don't you don't have to rush yeah. it. You, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to rush it. I'm just saying because we were. I was just trying to figure out if we could all like if uh, it's not just me not being able to hear you. But yeah, just just continue. Continue. Okay. You're on Act Two now. So Act Two, yeah. So on and so forth. Um, just focusing on their relationship and handling that. Because and actually get rid of the excess side characters because I like they're necessary. Mm. Right. And. What I was kind of hoping for between T'Challa and Killmonger, going for like a for Killmonger's character, I'm going for like a, a Virgil from Devil May Cry slash Metal approach, mm. and for their relationship in general, for a Professor X Magneto approach, where they actually care about each other and want to hurt each other, but they go about in very different ways. Okay. Um, or like, it, there's no hatred like that, too, and it's a very love like relationship. Right. Throughout missions and certain things that he's dealt as being 
the question is why he hasn't why hasn't he done for like a in way, like a question like hey have you seen what's going on? seen what's going on for like outside of this, you know paradise like there are people who look like us who are soft and so on and so forth and the whole entire argument is a battle of ideologies where a person wants to have their and stick to the traditional way the other one has been on the blunt notion so now as i said before the driving part the driving part with that as i mentioned he's always helpless mm. and he's always felt like or or strange to help people that are in, but it's not going to be a leadership kind of like way going on before he's not trying to burn Wakanda and like trying to like kind of like he was in the movie he's in a smarter way so he's attacking the right rule he wants to he wants to up the group in need and he this he's trying everything as strategic as possible as I mentioned he comes from the background so he knows a lot about military employing so on and so forth I feel which is blind rage anymore mm. so uh, when it comes to like oh that's another thing like a person a character like ah do I want to I was debating if I wanted you to add a because he would be like a point. It is what it is. Um, I also feel like I'm not doing a very good job explaining this stuff right now. You're fine. It's because you, you know, you're um, scatterbraining. You're you're doing it through scatterbrain. It's fine. Uh, Yeah. Don't worry. Um, if you want to take a break, you can, and then just let someone, and then just jot it down, uh, and then we'll come back to you. No, I just I probably should have done this too in a way where it's like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, and I can see it cohesively. Right now, I'm just trying to stitch everything together. Right. That's what's fucking it up. Right. For me, at least. All right. Ugh. So, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, fuck. It turns out garbage and is what it is. I already started anyway. Um, hey, Brendan. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, hello, Mister Big Moose Brandon. Someone want to explain Hola. to Brandon what, what today's episode is about? We're taking um, movies that were bad or had potential, and we're rewriting them to um, 
you know, be good. Oh, big bet. I remember you guys talking about that in the chat earlier, <clears throat> like this week. I think I have, I have like two off the top of my head uh, that I was thinking of earlier that I can go in detail about. Okay. Yeah, I don't have to do this anymore. I'll let someone else go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, you want to go? Uh, Gabe, yeah, sure. Can you, drop, that, can you drop your reference picture in the chat? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Brandon, when you get the chance, uh, drop your like picture of whatever movie you're going to do in the chat so I can mm -hmm. pop it up on the screen. Okay. I'm going to Google image that bitch right now. <laughs> Give me one sec. Okay. I can't wait for, to see Gabe's. <laughs> All right. Um, honestly, was like didn't know what movie to do. It was like, damn, there's so many movies. Like, I don't know what Spider-Man 3 because it was just like, it, it, it popped in my head the fastest. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> Chris, go ahead. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. You win the game. You win the game by the Spider-Man heads of the group. So that's why. Also, you you also chose Spider-Man. Yes, too? you too. Yeah, I knew this. Shit All right, was but it'll happen. be interesting to see our different takes on it. Yeah, that's what that's true, what I'm true, true. That's, that's what I'm saying. I just knew the two Spider-Man heads of the group would go against each other. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Talk to him again. Okay. Where's my uh, notes? Okay. So, um. Starting, I'm gonna start off with uh, that. I'm making it a two-parter. Right. So it'll be Spider-Man three and four, but I only really covered one because I didn't really think too far ahead for, for part two. Mm -hmm. Um, so Mary Jane and Peter have like a better relationship. It's not, it's not as bad as it was in the movies, but there's still problems with Peter, like his ego and like him not particularly caring about Mary Jane's problems or whatever. But it's not like super bad. It's mm -hmm. just noticeable, like. It's, it's not to that degree of in, in the actual movie. Mm. Um, I'm removing Sandman entirely. Ooh. I don't. I like. I like him in the movie, but I. I, I want to. I wanted to see how I can fig, fig, uh, fit a Venom and Harry thing. Mm. Um, so I'm changing New Goblin's name to Hobgoblin because duh. Um, and for his suit. I kind of want it to be a mix of what his actual suit is and this Alex Ross um, concept art that I just dropped in the chat. Bet. Uh, with the glider, we can just give him Norman's old glider, but he like upgraded it. Uh, let's see. So with Harry's story, no amnesia with Harry at all. Okay. I thought that was really stupid and very convenient. I agree. So I kind of wanted to like, I want I wanted to bring in like his drug abuse from the comics. Mm. So I, I thought of the idea of having him like at first take the normal goblin formula as he does in the movie, mm. and you know he still attacks Peter um, in, on the street, and they they still have the same uh, fight in the sky except without the major part. Like Harry just just loses the fight mm. um so in attempt to like get an edge over peter he starts messing with the original goblin formula formula and he's not a genius or anything he's just messing with it he does make a, a a better formula that makes him stronger but it causes him to hallucinate his father more often mm. 
and like yeah it, it gives him an edge over peter in battle but like he now depends on it so he just keeps taking it and taking it okay and eventually he makes like these like little quick syringes that he can just juice himself up in the middle of a fight mm. just to like just give him an, an extra boost right? right uh and throughout the movie like he kind of attacks peter every now and again like like you're in the middle of one thing with peter and his like personal stuff and then here, here comes harry Oof. um let's see let's see so after one fight with Peter, he almost dies off of an overdose of a, of a goblin formula. Mm. He makes it back to his, uh, his mansion. And I, I kept the butler thing. I know that that is kind of stupid <laughs> how, like, at the end, at the end of their movie, it's like, oh, I, I was there when your father, when your father died. I, I was here. I cleaned his wound. God damn it, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. But um, he still tells him the truth. But Harry doesn't really accept it right away. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I don't believe you. And it's like kind of the drug talking, like, nah, I don't believe you. Mm-mm, you're lying. Um, and we then, like, after some time later in the movie, we kind of cut to him, like, going through old Goblin files and stuff, trying to, like, upgrade his tech. And then he comes across his dad's, like, a fold from his dad or something and he know he realizes that he was keeping tabs on peter and mj and like okay so maybe maybe he actually was telling the truth uh so that's kind of harry's story uh i didn't i really just wanted to get rid of the amnesia thing mm. okay so with the venom symbiote i was debating on whether i should just quickly include john jameson coming back from a expedition on in space and you know the symbiote is just chilling on the ship. Um, so the symbiote gets to Earth, right. and it. I kind of took a little bit of cues from the Venom movie, where it like goes from host to host, Ooh. trying to find something suitable for it. And it eventually learns the Spider-Man. And, you know, it's like, oh, that's perfect. Look at him. That, that's the only like superpower being around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get at that. Mm. Um, what I here? So the symbiote stumbles across Ursula, the landlord's daughter. Yeah. Oh shit! I will play her in. <laughs> attaches, attaches to her, and um, by happenstance, also then stumbles onto Peter. He's like, "Oh, found him! Great." Uh, you know, and then then then, then the nightmare scene happens, but you know, without Sandman. So I have here. Peter decides to take a quick rest before he goes on a patrol. And has the same Uncle Ben nightmare, Sandman omitted. He has a nightmare because he's still haunted by it, despite how much progress he's made. Um, suit reveals the same. He still wakes up upside down and is in the city somewhere. Uh, what else I have? And in, so my idea was having um, a drug abuse parallel between Harry and Peter. Oh. So the black suit still increases his aggression and strength, and it feeds off his adrenaline. Um, in terms of how the suit looks, I wanted it to be a little bit more traditional from the comics. So, for in terms of the look, yeah. think of like the the regular black suit that's in the movie, but remove the webbing pattern and just make the symbol how it's supposed to look. So, like spectacular Spider-Man. With that, not really, because with spectacular, like it gradually changes to the normal suit. Now, I just want the normal suit um, gone, just no webbing, and make the eyes like a little wider. Okay. Okay. Oh, what else we got here? 
And I was taking cues from some of the deleted scenes from Spider-Man 3. There's a scene where um, Peter takes off the black suit and, like, he's kind of looking at it and he's kind of smiling and he's, like, breathing heavy. He's, like, the, the rush the suit gives him mm. is, like, a drug to him. Okay. I like that. Okay. I like that, and, yeah. And in the and that deleted scene as well, like, the suit is kind of, like, it looks like it's breathing very subtle. You, you can kind of notice it. So I wanted to keep that. I thought that was cool. Like he's, he's seeing it, but he's not really like paying attention to it. He's like, Oh man, this suit is fucking great. I'm faster right. and stronger. Like, this is awesome. Okay. Right. Um, and you know, the more he uses the suit, the closer the bond him and the symbiote have. And the more he feels like he needs the suit. Um, it gives him an edge over his fight, over his fights with Harry. That's what, you know, causes Harry to make the formula stronger. Uh, what else we got here? Um, I was debating on whether I should include like a bit of the symbiote taking over Peter's body when he sleeps, mm. but I decided to keep that. Um, just him just swinging around, just fighting crime and taking pictures and stuff without Peter's knowledge. Um, <laughs> the symbiote knows how to work a camera. <laughs> I, love that. I mean, it's taking over his body. He's in his mind. True, 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 true. What else you got here? Um, and because of the constant use of the suit, Peter becomes more tired and much more aggressive and angry towards everybody, towards towards Aunt May, towards towards Jameson, towards everybody. Damn. Um, okay, now I'm gonna get into Eddie Brock. I'm making Eddie Brock nothing like Topher Grace in the movie at all. Just, we're done with that. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? He's a sle- He's sleazy. He's a liar. He's a jerk. Is he's he bro- concerned- is is he yes, brolic? Yes, yes. He's what? Is he brolic like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? He's 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 got some muscle. He's buff. You know. Okay. Good. He's not not a wimp. Good, good. You good. you wouldn't want to pick a fight with him. Uh, no Gwen at all in the movie. No Gwen. Okay. Yeah. Um, he lied his way into getting the bugle job. Um. Because I, I I would assume Jameson would not do like a background check on him. He was like, "Oh, you got me photos, cool." Wouldn't really care what he does. Right. Um. He still attempts to frame Spider Man for like stealing money or whatever he did. Mm. Peter still still gets him fired. And in terms of Eddie and Peter's relationship, Eddie doesn't have a great life. He lives in a shitty apartment, no girl. You know, he's he's just a jerk. So he's jealous of Peter, and he thinks Peter has a, such a glamorous life. He has a he has a job. He has his beautiful girl, and he's he's a genius. He's just he's just great. Mm. Um. So in terms of Eddie's then hatred for what's up? I just want to point for the record that he does not have a beautiful girl. Just point that out. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what I mean. <laughs> To Peter, she's like the cream of the crop. Oh, oh! I was about to say we were talking about Gwen Stacy and not Mary. Like I, I thought we said Mary Jane was beautiful. I was about to say no, no. <laughs> I specifically told you no. Beauty's in the eyes of the holder, and to Peter, she's like amazing. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Bounce, bounce. So in terms of Eddie's then hatred for Spider Man, mm. Peter is just swinging around doing his thing and stumbles up. And stumbles upon Eddie like going into some warehouse. Mm-hmm. He's he's sneaking up on him. He's checking out what he's doing, and he's seeing that Eddie's fake is setting up a fake crime for him to get the scoop on to get hired at some other paper. Mm. Peter uh, tries to stop him. He threatens Eddie, 
Like he hasn't put, held up against a, a window. Think that shocker scene in the animated series, mm-hmm. and like the symbiote kind of like pushes Eddie out the window, but Peter like jumps in and saves him. And then Peter's like so like hopped up on the symbiote juice. He's like he must have tripped or something. Like I didn't push him. I didn't do anything. That was a fluke. That nah, that didn't happen. I'm Spider Man. I'm good. That ain't happen. And then, you know, Eddie now just hates Spider-Man because he caught him and he almost killed him. Uh, what else we have here? And in terms of Peter and MJ's relationship, that, it, that starts to deteriorate over the course of the movie as Peter continues to use the black suit. Mm. None of that Harry MJ bullshit where, like, they're fucking doing the twist in their kitchen making <laughs> omelets or whatever. <laughs> um... And, you know, as I said before, Peter's getting tired and angry. So, like, he starts getting angry at MJ, starts insulting her, starts, like, brushing her off. And so MJ just breaks up with Peter, like, I'm sick of this. You don't care about me anymore. And then Peter is, like, gets so angry, he threatens MJ. Like, she, he doesn't hit her. No backhand. No, <laughs> no, no, no 70s dance music bullshit Killed in the club. None of that. Like, he doesn't hit her, but, like, he grabs her and just, like, kind of shakes her a little bit. <clears throat> and... Like, you know, and just like, you're hurting me, you're hurting me and stuff. And then Peter starts to come to his senses like, oh, okay, okay. Mm. What, what's going on here? And then, and then we get to the church scene. That happens as it would usually happen, but Eddie doesn't find out he's Spider-Man by looking up at the, at the ceiling like, oh, shit, I recognize that from like 50 feet away. <laughs> um... That happens as usual, and then that, then the movie ends with Eddie becoming Venom. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Part, part one, part two. Okay. I like, I like it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what like I have It feels like a lot so better that way. So, so then part two is just straight Venom, and, you know, and then we, we deal with Harry stuff, too. Okay. I like it that way. I think that's a lot better. Yeah, I, I like that. better be... <laughs> I think because it's a two-parter, you're not cramming everything into one movie. And since you got rid of Sander as well, since you three different villains. Oh, you kind of cut off at the end there, Jaren. Yeah, I was saying. I was messed up. I was saying that I'm glad you don't even uh, Sandman in there. Mm-hmm. Three different villains with three different because I, I was I was thinking of saving Sandman for like a possible fifth movie. Just we're gonna do him and maybe another villain in there. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie a lot. <laughs> that was my jam. Sam. So who wants to go next, Brandon or uh, Chris? I'm about it. Or wait, what's, what's going on? What are we doing? What happened? So I was gonna say, you were going to say what? Okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, this quick, quick sudden. I was going to say, uh, Christian has the same movie. I wanted to hear his, his, uh, oh, you're right. take you're of right. it. You're right. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Chris, All right. do you have a picture? Picture you want to drop in the chat? Yes. Okay. Burn, how many movies you do? You're doing just one or you got like several? I mean, I have mainly just the Birds of Prey one that I went super in depth on, mm. but I, I have others. Okay. 
But uh, I'll start with, you know, my Birds of Prey one when it's my turn. Okay. okay. And then we gotta wait for Ollie's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to do mine. Wah, wah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we're doing Chris's Spider-Man. All right. Let me cue that up. Okay, whenever you're ready. All right. So for Spider-Man three, I would take out the Venom symbiote storyline. Gwen okay. Stacy, I would, I would take out Gwen Stacy. Um, like in the previous one, he got Mary Jane. Like for the the movie after for Spider-Man three, I think it shouldn't start yet with the whole you know. Mm-hmm. Should they break up? Should they not yet? Like, at least have Peter, like, enjoy, you know, at least a good movie, you know, being a couple with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't make her the damsel. What? So you make her have them be happy for a little bit? Yeah, for a little bit before, you know, things go to shit in the next movie. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't have her as the damsel in distress for, like, the final act, like the previous two. Mm-hmm. I would make. Harry, the main villain, and I want to make his uh, goblin costume similar to the traditional comics with that purple and green on top of the, uh, his uh, father's uh, one. So basically his father's uh, costume, but a little bit more tech, but purple and green. Mm-hmm. Same glider. Mm-hmm. Same glider. And uh, for the Sandman, I said, uh, for his backstory, I want it to be different. Don't retcon uh, the Uncle Ben death like they did in the third movie. Thank you, thank you. Um, and this Sandman does not have a personal connection to Peter Parker whatsoever. The only main villain in this uh, movie that should have a personal connection is Harry. And I put uh, Sandman is like a crook. He's continuously getting taken down down by Spider Man over the course of the year since over the course of the year since uh, he's become Spider Man. Mm. But uh, one night, you know, Flint Marco escapes with Herman Schultz, the shocker from jail, where Schultz mentions that there's a job, that the reward is huge. Then Flint accepts, then they go to the facility. But they're, at one point, they're separate, and Spider-Man arrives to take down Schultz, but he misses out on Sandman. Mm. But similar to Spider-Man 3, uh, Flint turns into the Sandman the same way. Then later in, in the movie, uh, Spider-Man catches up to Flint robbing a jewelry store where Spider-Man says, oh, you again? But is surprised when Flint punches uh, Spider-Man with a giant fist made out of sand. They fight for a while and then it ends up in a construction site where Spider-Man needs to find a way to stop Sandman where he sees a cement truck. So he tricks uh, Sandman into a trap mm. where Spider-Man breaks a part of the truck that lays the cement and turns Sandman into a statue. For a while, but then I didn't get into Harry that much. But then I uh, concluded, like, if there was an end credit scene, like someone's breaking Sandman free from the cement. Once he's broken free, the guy says that someone would like to speak to him, and it's revealed to be the Kingpin. And the okay. Kingpin, then the Kingpin is uh, talks to Flint Marco saying that he's putting together a team to take down the wall crawler. I like it. God damn. Yeah. So All right. Pretty much what I have for Spider-Man Three. I didn't get in like, too much into Harry. Harry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so much. 
<laughs> you know what's funny? Man, you can literally go see both their variations. They're both completely different movies. I would watch both. Both. I just like they're so very different. Mm. Damn. So, the, uh, so, any, any so you're notes? You're going to add Kingpin to the end of it? Another... Yeah. For a mid credit scene. Not mid credit. Yeah, mid credit scene. So That's then, cool. like, the, the next movie, like, I was thinking of putting uh, Vulture and the Lizard. Damn. Keep it down to, like, two for a while. And then maybe, like, in the Spider Man 6, that would be the Sinister 6. That's fair. That's fair. Mm hmm. I, I, li- I like what you I like what you did with Sandman, just keeping him like like just like a side villain, just like oh, just a side threat. I'm gonna just take care of that real quick. Yeah, not every villain has to be tied in. Yeah, no personal yeah. connection. That's what I did not like about Spider-Man Three at all. But I like yeah, what you yeah, did I'm with really- Harry. Yeah, I mean, you guys both kind of went in depth, and that was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I felt like Harry could have gotten more. In Spider-Man Three, just just a little more. I wanted a little something more juicy. Yeah, yeah you like, didn't really feel attached to him. Yeah, because it was like what a quick two-minute fight. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, now I have amnesia. Derp, the derp. <laughs> yeah, like if someone, if, if he would have died, I would have been like, oh well, I guess Harry's dead too. Harry, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Every time I hear that man's name and think about him dying, that's all I see. Harry, <laughs> did you put your name in the? Gl-? I think about that. Peter yelling Harry and then Dumbledore yelling at Harry Potter. So, so uh, mm-hmm. any notes? Any anybody want to say any more thing before we start, Brandon's? Uh, no, uh, that's pretty much oh, it. You did great. You did, wanted, uh... you did great, man. You did great. Thank you. All right. <laughs> now we doing. We're doing Brandon. All right. Let me transition. Boom. All right. I hope you. I already put mine in the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I transitioned on the screen so they can see it. All right. So for Birds of Prey, I figured there was actually a way to. This is basically my way as a man. I don't know why a man should, it takes a man to do this, and I'm sure it doesn't. There are women out there who could do this, but it's stupid. Mm. But uh, a way to actually properly do a woman empowerment story with this with these characters, and you don't even need all three of them. Mm. What I would actually do with this movie is. Because you know they want to make sequels. Mm. So instead is... I'm, first off, I'm taking out the little girl. Bye. That is not um, Cassandra King. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, she doesn't... The, the hyena is a goodbye as well. We don't need that. Mm. Um, I don't remember... She's so unre- she's so unrememberable to me. I don't remember who she's supposed to be. Just goth girl in the back with the crossbow. Wait, you oh, Huntress? No, it's Huntress. No. Huntress. Huntress, there you go. See, literally, so un- I don't remember who she's supposed to be because she doesn't look like it. Yikes. So, Hunt- Huntress-, <laughs> Huntress is not in this either, but she. I will give her a little bit of a setup for the next movie Okay. because um, she will be introduced later. I'm going to do a similar Marvel thing where it's kind of introducing characters one by one, mm-hmm. but if you're going to introduce multiple, mm-hmm. you give them a story together for it, for it making sense why they met up. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and we're taking out the cop lady. Whoa. She's gone. We don't need her. That's a lot Literally, of no use for her. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, so hey, look, I don't. It's not that I don't like her as an actress. She's amazing. I love her. She's hilarious. But like for this movie, she did. She wasn't needed. 
I don't care if you take anybody. I didn't see this movie. So it's going to be enough. Harley Quinn <laughs> and, and, Bla- and Black, Black Canary. Canary. <laughs> but there's still Black Mask as the villain. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So what it's going to be is first for Harley Quinn, her storyline is going to be uh, she still wants to get away from being the whole Joker's girl thing, but instead of doing all the stupid shit she did in the movie, which if you didn't see the movie, I'm not going to explain it too much because no one gives a fuck. I saw but, it, unfortunately. <laughs> you, know, you know, she did that little dramatic thing where she decided, oh, I'm going to crash this giant truck with a couple of little things that Joker gave her, like some necklaces or some shit. For a so, like, fucking sandwich! Where they both... Where they both, uh, where they both like fell into the chemical vat thing together, and she blew it all up, and like that's what caused the whole criminal world to come after her because the whole criminal world realized, oh, okay, so Harley's not with Joker anymore because that's the only reason why no one messed with her. But now that they realize that's not Joker's girl, everybody's like, okay, now everybody wants to murder her. Um, so instead, I was like, because that seems incredibly stupid, and yes, I get it. Harley's supposed to be kind of dumb, I guess. But if this supposed to be a woman empower, woman's empowerment, you can't have your main character literally being driven completely by your emotion, doing the dumbest things possible. Agreed. That's not, that's not woman's empowerment. So what she does is instead she picks her up, she picks herself up by her fucking bootstraps. She does continue to use the Joker's name for a little bit, but in a smart way, she uses it to use, uh, she uses it so that she can do uh, start off. Like, you know, she's in the criminal world. So she, she's not going to try to do no legit shit. So yeah, she builds herself a giant like kingdom of wealth, uh, from you know drugs and other illegal matters and stuff like that, uh, but from and uh, so she de- and she decides the final straw, um, you know the final uh, nail in the coffin for her and Joker or whatever is she has still has this little special mallet or whatever her little mallet. Yes. Um, and it, it's supposed to be the you know the mallet that he gave to her special. He is supposed to be like her weapon or whatever, right? And she decides to do it uh, publicly. Not instead of just throwing it away in the trash, she wants it to be. She still doesn't know where Joker is, but she wants it to be. If he's out there, she wants him to see this. So she puts it up for sale publicly. And, you know, tons of people are going to come out, come out for it. And that's also people realizing, oh, shit, she's for real, for real about getting rid of Joker, Joker. Like, uh, but she also, so she sells it, right? It gets sold pretty quick. Boom, the whole word is out. And she's feeling proud. She's feeling strong. She's feeling on top of the world. She's built herself up a big kingdom. She's smart. She has, you know, uh, security around her house. She has guards. She has all this other stuff. And she keeps her, and she has she moved herself out of like the slums in the city and stuff, of course, where the criminals are, and moved herself on still some still close by, obviously, but it's on like her little separate island uh, uh, to try to be you know smarter and whatnot. But she, of course, you know she she's rich now, so she goes back and forth fairly often, and most of the time she's in the city. Um, and but after doing so, she starts realizing that after selling the mallet. For some reason, there's like some weird there. Basically, here's the here's the whole thing about the woman's empowerment thing. Right. So here's the caricatures. There start being women that come that uh, have noticed black masks business. Right. First off, there's two things going on here that Harley was never aware of that we as the audience would not be aware, be aware of until Harley is aware of it. So that way it all gets revealed to us one piece at a time. So Harley would then start to realize slowly without telling anybody, she'll start to realize there's a lot of like women nowadays in the streets with these weird protests and signs and all that other stuff. And they're dressed up as her. And some of them have like little fake mallet replicates of, of like the one she has. And she even noticed one day that there was a lady that had the exact mallet that she sold. Uh, it turned out that it turned out the man who bought it was her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he was some, and, and uh, what's your call it? Basically she ended up using that guy in order to get the mallet. Basically the guy never realized. But she was basically some weird Harley obsessed type type lady or whatever. And she's always wanted to be like Harley. 
you know, one of the girls who, you know, thinks it's cool to be edgy and stupid and all this stuff. She wanted to be like the old Harley. She saw who Harley was becoming now and thought, oh, you're becoming mature and adult like ill. That's lame. She wanted to be like the old Harley. And she felt like that Harley should come back. And that's the Harley that really, truly would empower women. And Harley obviously doesn't agree with that anymore. But in seeing her, she's empowering, rallying up women, low-key, not realizing it, but kind of also creating kind of a cultish uh, like environment and mindset around this whole idea in a sense to where without, once again, without them realizing it, these women are kind of worshiping Harley without realizing it. But it's more supposed to be like the ideology and the ideas about like who she was before and stuff. Right. And how, you know, once again, they're they're misguided and they think that's the true representation of a strong woman. Somebody who goes around, does literally whatever, even if it includes breaking, breaking the law and hurting other people, which is not at all, obviously, what it is. Um, and so that's one heart, uh, issue Harley has. And the second issue she has, and mind you, Harley isn't necessarily good or anything per se. But she doesn't necessarily wish harm on others that haven't done anything to her at this point. You know, like she still will kind of beach ass a little bit. She still kind of has a bit of a temper. You know, she has her little issues here and there. But like, for the most part, if you don't fuck with her and you're nice, she's not going to do nothing to you. Um, and hold on, let, me, let me look back at my notes real quick. Boo, boo, boo. But yeah, so uh, black, uh, but she's still, so the main issue is still going to be black mass, right? So she has to deal with that. And another reason why the women have been rallying up is because they've noticed that, you know, like I said, they they think the whole, this is what makes a woman strong. Being strong, you got to belittle men, and you got to you know go out and do what you do and take it, blah blah blah, all this other bullshit. Uh, so they notice black masks business is is a little uh, illegal criminal stuff start, uh, and it starts to get kind of out there uh, in the light. One Harley didn't realize that her little cr uh, criminal business she was building was actually uh, starting to move in on his territory and starting to mess with his money pretty heavily, and he was already starting to have issues with that. And two, because he's starting to kind of lose his mind and she's actually starting to really impact his business and it's starting to actually really, like, really piss him off. Yeah. Um, and uh, she doesn't even realize that he's actually been making attempts. Little warnings here and there of telling her, yo, chill out or something bad's going to happen. Um, he hasn't been taking heed to any of this, right? But she didn't notice any of it. So, obsessed with this, he's going crazy now. Also has to help these women out because he, he wants to get to her so bad that he'll kidnap some will skin those skin their and so now she has to be like oh shit like obviously these women are a bit misguided and a little stupid but you don't you don't really want anyone literally being murdered and having their face sliced off and put up that's not really um so she realizes that still that tech has to do with her she has to deal with that uh, so one, she has to do. So basically, she has two things in the movie. Like her character arc is going to be one, trying to defeat Black Mask and all that crap, or whatever, and you know, but doing it in like you know, still her little cool badass way. While at the same time, showing women like yo, not like yes, I'm going back to, and I have to like beat up Black Mask and do all this other shit, or whatever. But I'm only doing this because you guys provoked to this, you know. Because at the end, all the women are going to be like, oh my gosh, yeah. Women did it, and uh, her and, and Black Canary, who are going to be, like I said, the only uh, two main characters really, um, are going to, you know, they're going to be like, oh, you know, everybody's going to be like, yeah, women are strong. They're like, yeah, well, you guys are strong because we would have had to do this if you guys weren't. And she said, and also, if I wasn't paying, she said, also, if I was paying attention to more to what my were doing besides just uh, helping myself, she said, I didn't, said, because, uh, you know, she could have you know, took heed of that, still made her money and not have to worry about that kind of dumb shit happening. And then at the same time, also could have made sure that when she 
was changing herself and instead of just being like yes it's all about me right now i'm better she also sent a message out there of i'm changing a better person just oh i'm a girl you know like they thought some women were misguided and thought it was just oh she's just trying to get away from like being this uh being related to uh to some man she's like well yeah but also because i'm trying to be a person just all about them about them not being connected to and then uh, your entire personality off of that you don't need because that's not a person um so black canary also gets a little something in here uh she doesn't get too much because i i figured if there was like a sequel they could go in a little more in depth on her mm. but instead of what they did to her in the freaking movie with this whole singing like i with this whole weird thing for working for Black Mass. Instead, I still kept the sinking aspect in it. What she has is she has a couple mental issues because when she was younger and discovered her powers, she accidentally uh, one day, like, her family and they were all in like, it was like Thanksgiving and they were all in the living room having fun or something and stuff or whatever. One of her siblings was bothering her and she screamed for them to leave her alone and ended up um, deafening her sibling. Oh, as shit. well as mm. uh, damaging the hearing of everyone else in the room. Almost all uh... So in doing so, that traumatized her against every speaking in the first place. Sorry. Um, she does so a couple times throughout life, but each time it happens, it kind of gets, uh, it kind of makes things a bit worse for her. And because her family and everybody else is afraid of her and doesn't know what this is, they kind of start to encourage her to always shut up and um, obviously, they're not really. They start to about it. Mm. How scared they are. Um, so that traumatizes her. So that's one of the things that's going to be. That's one of the things that's going to be part of her story arc. She has to learn to get past this fear of speaking and doing. And by doing, she did grow up. You know, always having thinking. But when she finally has the confidence to speak, she has to learn to control her vocal. Becomes and practice practice well. Throughout the movie, she takes on, she doesn't become good at it by the end, but she takes on the habit of vocal singing, which allows her to control the pitch and the force behind her specifically. Smart. She becomes slowly more confident with over the, by the end of the movie. And by the end, of course, like they did in the movie, since they wanted to like clearly save it for the end for like one big screen thing, I was like, let's at least make it make sense. Uh, she's traumatized. Of, uh, uh, you know, about using her voice mm. and they, through the camaraderie with Harley uh, and the sisterhood and, the, and they have a throughout the showing that, yes, you can be a strong woman who does all this badass stuff and blah, 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 but you're still human at the end of the day and we all need somebody and do it and you are, we're all people um so, and when they end up, you know, they defeat Black, whatever. Black Mass character, the I think act as a cool manly caricature that they wanted, but I don't want to do the over-exaggerated bullshit that they did in the movie. Right. Uh, I still want to give him more for his conquest. What? With a little bit, I guess a little bit more of an asshole-ish twist just to make you uh, but naturally, of course, just to make you really dislike him, you know, mm. kind of like I want to give it like a natural way, like Thanos. You love him as a character, 
But Loki also kind of hated him, even though you understood what he was doing, because there are some times where you're like, this nigga, stop winning. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you still have a respect for the character at the end of the day, regardless. Even though even if you, you know, were like, I still want to, you know, that's the I would like you know, give him like a, a you know, he's still gonna be imposing and dangerous. We're not gonna downplay him as like some little crime weirdo. No. He's gonna be the stoic, calm, still crazy, uh, you know, businessman that he is or whatever, and he's about his money. Gonna get shit done. And then that's still crying. Whatever. Um but yeah, because to be honest, I feel like I could get past all that other shit if half of what I just said right now in order to make that move. Sounds good to me. That's, yeah, I like that's it, bro. it. That's, that's it. For me. Yeah. That was really good. I really I like it better than the original. Much better. They need to hire you to write movies. Oh, I was like, Good. All right. Okay, what? They need to hire you to write movies. You good? Yeah, hold on. Freaking my headphones disconnected because my mom freaking called me. What the hell? Oh. (laughs) Hold on. I got to reconnect my headphones. So, yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I don't know if you guys even heard all that. But no, I hope we, you did. No, we did. We did. We did. You did good. Okay, good. All right. Well, um, I guess it's my turn. That no, but seriously, Brandon, I, I liked your version way better. Consider writing because you you actually fleshed out a very, very good story line. He's added to your many all right, so I'm going to pop this on the screen so you guys can see. I will it. be right back, actually. Hold on. All right. I'm going to pop it up on the screen so you guys can see it. Give me one second. Little boy, These drawings are hard. Little boy, want to cry. He's just wondering my two feet in the ghetto. Ghetto. Hold on. Uh... I am slowly losing my shit. What's wrong? I'm still doing my fucking hair. But have you have you not been at it since like seven this morning? Can everybody see my screen? No, got up around seven thirty, but I didn't start till like nine thirty ish. Let me know. But even know. then, it's taking too fucking long. Let me know if you guys can see my screen. You're doing Green Lantern, huh? Yes. I have returned. The most ambitious movie of our generation. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on, we'll be right back. Okay. Mm. I just I just had to make sure that like I just wanted to show that like you feel me, even a even a dude can make a female's empowerment movie. It's not difficult. It takes some. It takes some simple understanding. Like what the fuck? Yes, you were. 
I'm never gonna talk about that. I was gonna open up a whole new can of worms. Can you please spray something. What do you mean? You stinky. What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? You said you were pooping. Oh. Belly. Baby. Hold on. <sighs> I want to cut off all my hair. Here we go. I finally got it. I have returned. He has returned. <laughs> you know, I have to be extra. <laughs> Is this why you were taking so goddamn long? Yeah. 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 Yeah, bro. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, as you can see, it is. If uh, can everybody see the the screen? I know Drain ha might have a little bit of trouble on his phone, but if you guys can see, this. yes, I'm seeing rewritten rewriting Green Lantern next flight. Okay, that is the, the yeah. That's what I see. Title of the movie, Green Lantern, uh, next flight. Yeah. Next slide. Inspirations: uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Police Academy, Star Trek and Star Wars, 48 Hours, Training Day, uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. We're going to get to why it's inspired by that in a second. Uh, okay. Themes and concepts. Conspiracy, absolute power, trust, uh, authoritarianism, and overcoming fear. It can't be Green Lantern if you're not overcoming fear. Um, tone of the movie. It's a comedy, drama, action what if James Gunn had a baby with Ridley Scott? It's essentially what that is. Okay, plot. Three new Green Lantern recruits get drafted at the worst time possible. It's Police Academy. Oh. <laughs> it's Police Academy meets Star Wars. Uh, two senior members. Oh, he really, he really fucked that. <laughs> he really fucked that toilet. He said, "Man, this movie sucks." Let me not mute myself real quick. <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. So, two senior members of the Green Lantern Corps are uh, are kidnapped, and uh, unbeknownst to the rest of the Corps, it's by the Manhunters, which are like giant robots that the Guardians have created. So now it's up to the new recruits to. Uh, find the missing lantern members and all the while they're fighting the yellow lanterns in a giant gang war and they're gonna uncover some ancient secrets that the guardians have uh, been hiding so the story beats uh senior members go missing the senior members are guy gardner and john stewart uh the next generation uh is drafted in uh, the next generation being Kyle Rayner, Simon Baz, and Jessica Cruz. Uh, they get trained by Kilowog, who's worried about the missing members. Then they get sent on a recon mission to find Guy and uh, John. They get jumped by Yellow Lanterns. Uh, this leads them to go find clues. And they end up uh, going to Sinestro. And Sinestro's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? You want to get out? This is Yellow Lantern Zone. If you don't get out, I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys. And then 
this causes them to get jumped again by the yellow lantern so they're running they're running and then they end up meeting um atrocitus but uh, atrocitus is the leader of the red lantern corps but he at this time he's not a red lantern he's just a normal farmer he's just like don't worry guys i'll take care of you what could possibly go wrong wait a couple hours atrocitus so after that um they uncovered the secrets about the 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 manhunters and they learned that it was a guardian who uh pretty much let one of the the manhunters loose uh then we find out that back with guy and john guy and john get turned into uh manhunters so so yeah, guy, they're getting converted into to to manhunters. So now, the manhunters end up attacking the farm that they're at, the the farm that they're staying at, Atrocitus's farm, and he tells them, "Go, get out, get the fuck out, leave. This is why I don't like Green Lanterns." Da, 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 da. We'll come back to that. So they end up leaving. Uh they eventually stumble upon how Jordan who's been in exile for like an X amount of years. And they're like, yo, how, where the fuck are you? We're like, we need you. You're like the legendary Hal Jordan. Where did you go? And then he's like, he, he pulls a, 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 um, what is it? The last Jedi. He goes, nah, man. Luke. He pulls a Luke Skywalker. He's like, nah, man, <laughs> that ain't me anymore. <laughs> Y'all came to the wrong neighborhood. So, Basically, he's like, you You guys are basically jits. You're not supposed to be out here. I don't know why you guys are out in space doing all this stupid stuff. And um, that ends up, they end up like basically yelling at him, confronting at him, making him feel real bad. And then he tells him the reason. Uh, he doesn't tell them why. He says, yo, I lost a partner. I lost a rookie about your age. Uh, you guys shouldn't be out here. Then they leave. So after that, that leads to the Yellow Lanterns. What happens is they go back to Sinestro, uh, and the guard, the the Manhunters are like basically taking the fight to Oa. So which and the Yellow Lantern, the, so the Yellow Lantern planet and Oa are not too far from each other, which is why they're constantly in beef with each other. But they realize that the Manhunters are on their ass. Like, Yellow Lanterns are getting killed, Green Lanterns are getting killed, and the three rookies basically go, hey man, look, I know whatever beef you have with the Green Lantern Corps is 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 like that, but we need we need to go. We need to, we need to, like, squash the beef. And he's like, do you know why I left the Green Lantern Corps? Why did they tell you I left the Green Lantern Corps? And they're yeah, like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> hey, yeah, he said, he said, he's, and they basically go that. They say, hey, yeah, you guys, they said uh, you were like power hungry, that you, um, you are the reason, like you were, you want to clout, you want to control. And he said, no, that's not why I left the Green Lantern Corps. I left the Green Lantern Corps because my daughter died. And everybody goes, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Who's your daughter? Wait, what happened? You have a daughter? What the fuck is going on? And then you find out. So so right when he says that shit, the Manhunters come. And then you see like two like, you, the, what we don't know is it's 
John and Guy, and they're coming up, and they start fucking up the place with their army, and then everybody's like, oh, shit, we got no choice. Like, the the whole battle is uh, underway. It's going crazy. The rookies, like, Kyle has to leave his group, so he leaves Simon and Jessica with Sinestro. He goes to confront the the Guardians. He's like, look, guys, we're just a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. You can't really put us... I'm, all I know how to do is draw. Like, Simon's an ex-con, and Jessica doesn't like to leave the house. What the fuck did you do? And then he's like, all right, bet. You guys... I know, like, and then he basically tells him, "Hey, we uncovered the truth about the Manhunters. Tell us what's going on." And then he goes, "All right, listen, Kyle. We had an ex Guardian whose name was uh, Chronica. He- Yo, you're cutting out a little bit, bro. Oh, okay. Can you guys hear me now? Can you guys hear me now? Let me know if you guys can hear me." Guys, can you hear me? We can't hear you. You guys can't hear me? You no. keep cutting in and out. How about how about now? You sound like a robot. Hold on, let me let me let me bring come back in. Yeah, that was the wrong shit. Uh hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit. Can you guys hear me now? Yellow. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry about that. Small technical difficulties, but we are back in the shits. Okay. Uh, where was I? Okay. So yeah, they're confronting the guardians. They're like, "Yo, what? How is this possible?" Oh shit! I think it's because I'm sharing my screen. Let me stop sharing my screen. Okay, yeah, I had to stop. I had to stop sharing. I had to stop sharing my screen. Can you guys? Am I still cutting in and out? Uh, you sound perfectly good, bro. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, yeah. So basically, they're like, they confront the guardians. They're like, why are you being a bunch of bitch ass niggas? And then they're like, look, it's not us. It's the ex guardian. It was Kronika. We had nothing to do with that. Like. I mean, we did. I mean, it's not like we we didn't have a part to play in this shit, but it's not our fault. Whatever. And then essentially they're like, you know, fuck the Guardians. They go back out in in, in the fight and then everybody's getting their ass kicked. And then all you see is how Jordan come back out of nowhere. He's like, yo, I'm here. Da, 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 da. And then Sinestro like bitch slaps the fuck out of how and then the kids are like the three rookies are like why are y'all fighting and he's like yo he's the reason my daughter's dead and he's like what they're like what 
What? <laughs> like, Nani? Nani? Like, who the fuck? I thought just, and then they figure out that like the rookie was his Sinestro's daughter, and then they they figure out what is what, and then like how does you know how Jordan bullshit, and then he he basically is like he's like look, those are my friends that are like man hunters. I gotta go do the thing. You got uh, Kyle. You and your friends. You know I was wrong about you. Lead the rest of the army. I'm gonna go try to save Guy and uh, Guy and uh, Hal. Not Guy and fucking John. So uh, Hal Jordan, since he's been out of the fight for a long ass time, he gets injured and uh, like they Guy and John beat the shit out of him. But the three rookies, they come in. They they use their willpower to over overrun and basically destroy the like the the central unit that's powering the manhunters. They end up getting destroyed. The the like the the mechanical parts that are covering John and Guy start deteriorating. Like all the three old guys are like, oh fuck! Ha! A Sinestro's like, you know what? Deuces, nigga. We're only we're only good for this episode, but next movie <laughs> on site. Yeah, don't let me, don't catch me. Don't catch. Uh, let me catch you around my sector. So he leaves. Uh, th- they basically have a ceremony. The the three senior members end up chastising the guardians. The guardians, you know how the guardians are. They're like, ha ha, we're old. Blah 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 blah. And then um. What you find out is the guard, the missing guardian, the evil guardian, because they don't end up fighting the the uh, the evil guardian that sent out the manhunters. What happens is he comes since he realizes, oh shit, my ma- my manhunter idea didn't work. He goes to Atrocitus because remember, this is the post credit. We're at the post credit scene now. Atrocitus, he he finds Atrocitus. He's like, yo, I'm working on something new. He doesn't tell him that he's the one that. That that let out the the manhunters. He he basically finesses him and he goes, "Hey man, you saw what the 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 Green Lanterns and the Yellow Lanterns did? They they had those robots attack everybody. Blah blah blah." And then he's like, "All right, bet. What do you want me to do? Here's a red lan. Let's go. Help me go f- uh, find the uh, the red entity the of of rage, and then I'll help you. You know, be on the same uh, level le- uh, level field." As the rest of the lanterns, and that's the setup for the next movie. Fucks with it, man. I Damn. All right, and I'm clean. And this is like, can you guys see my screen? No. Uh, are you sharing? All right, hold on. Let me see if I could. Let me see if I can share it so you guys can see my cast. Because I actually put a little bit of work in this shit, and I want y'all to see. It. You guys are gonna like my cast and stuff. <clears throat> All right. Let me know if you guys can see it. Can you guys see it? Yeah. yeah. All right. So meet the cast. This is the cast of the Green Lantern movie. Uh, Hal Jordan. Uh, I, I either want Tom Cruise, Nathan Fillion, or Bradley Cooper. Uh, he's been missing in action for years, but you basically heard the breakdown. He's the OG. Uh, doesn't believe the rookie should be out in space. This is Jessica Cruz. I want her to be played by Diane Guerrero, uh, girl from uh, Doom Patrol, if not her. Then the girl, what's her name, Chris? Eve Monroe. Yeah, I want her to be played by her. Uh, if we're going younger, 
because uh, her th- whole thing is she's she's agoraphobe. She suffers from agoraphobia, so she's anxious all the time, and she just doesn't want to be out in space. Simon Baz, we got either Riz Ahmed or Avin Jogia. You guys might know Avin from um, Victorious and then Riz from Venom. He's the ex-con. He's basically the most emotionally distant, but throughout the movie, he learns to trust the his teammates. We got uh, Kyle Rayner. I picked Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf because I feel like if you're going to cast somebody who's got that heritage down, Tyler Posey is... He looks like Kyle. He can act like Kyle. He's the artist, and he has to become the leader. I picked, uh, this is my guy Gardner. I forgot his name. Uh, buddy, from, He's the buddy from Power. Uh, Tommy Egan from Power. Uh, Sterling K. Brown. He's he's going to be my John Stewart. He's the smart one. He's he, Him and uh, Guy are always fighting. So you see that in the beginning of the movie. You see them fighting, and that's how they get kidnapped because <laughs> Guy Gardner is not taking it seriously. And John's just like, I'm tired of your bullshit, man. Uh, then we have the Guardians. This is my pick for the Guardians. We have Ganthid, portrayed by Malcolm McDowell. You have Hel- uh, Sid, uh, played by Heron- Helen Mirren. And Appa Ali Apsa by Ian McDermott. So basically, you know how it is. They're the original creators of the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, they com- they command the Green Lantern Corps. They tell them where to go, and they're the ones that are keeping shady stuff. So imagine these three voices coming out of those tiny little people. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm good. <laughs> then we have Kronika, the original uh, one of the original Guardians, played by Ian McShane. But he won't be a small little person. He'll be like just like you see on the left. Um, he's obsessed with keeping law and order. So that's why he made the Manhunters and he's back for revenge. Uh, our boy, Luke Evans, uh, as Sinestro, uh, you know, he's, he's ex green, ex green lantern, uh, has a beef against the green lanterns, especially John, uh, John fucking Hal Jordan. But we just found out why we have a trusted uh, that's why I was asking you who, what voice, what legendary voice should be voiced for by Atrocitus earlier. And I picked Ron Perlman. So Ron Perlman takes in the gar- uh, Green Lanterns, but then when his homeworld um, gets messed up, he swears vengeance. And then for our last, our last slide, it's going to be the Manhunters, all voiced by Keith Davis. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucks with it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like that one yeah. a lot. I like, like this man had a whole literal presentation for this shit. Like, <laughs> terrifying. A bunch of Keith Davis chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> now we live. <laughs> we that's live. A, that's a that's a that's a nightmare. I didn't think that I'd ever be afraid of. Mm. That's a nightmare. I, I, I give never up, thought but I'd ever like, hide. <laughs> Like one of the brothers needs to hire you. Oh man, thanks, bros. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I've been, I was, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it for a long time, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. If I was doing a Green Lantern movie, I know they've been talking about Buddy Cop, but I would just, like, I, I managed to put all the Green Lanterns in one movie without, like, over, like, you know, without somebody not getting their shine. 
So everybody who's a fan of Green Lantern, no matter what decade, you all get your Green Lantern. Although Guy and John fans are going to get really pissed because for the majority of the movie, they're like robots. So, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, cut you off or make, uh, make the conversation to something else. Mm. So, but I just want to, uh, can I just bring this up really quickly, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it's another funny situation of people being stupid. Mm. Um, I already told Dre about this person, but I had uh, met up uh, again with a dude for that I was friends with from high school. Mm. This guy's stupid. Like, really stupid. He's going to ask me if I want to go with him to the beach tomorrow, right? I was like, what time? Mm. He's like, 11. I was like, nah, I work at 12. Then he goes, Elmeo, why didn't you tell me you worked, you duck? And I'm like, Be- what? because it only mattered depending on the time. That's why I asked for the time. And he goes, Elmeo, when someone asks what time, I just assume they're free, Elmeo. I said, LOL, I don't. I assume that means they have a time frame in which they are free. Oh, that what the fuck? Yeah, like what? <laughs> like <laughs> the time to see if I will be free. <laughs> Damn. But uh, anybody have any any more pitches that they want to? Any more rewrites? I didn't go in depth enough on some of my other ones. So I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I, it wouldn't really be interesting. It's up to you guys. I really went ham on, ham on that Birds of Prey one. It's up to you guys. He beat all these. He had a whole PowerPoint ready. I know. This man had a presentation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely want to follow that up, Oliver. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, it's, it's up to you. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to the, only, the only thing left I could think to say is... Uh, Maybe if if you got, I guess. How about this? Uh, also, we have a couple of artists here, obviously, in the chat. So why don't we look at some of these images real quick? What would you do to change some of the posters, by the way? The posters. Yeah, the little posters that they use to uh, to market, like you know, to promote these movies and stuff, like the things that we post in the chat. Um, yeah, yeah. So like the movie specific that you pick, like what's something you do to change the art for the like promotional value? For your version of the movie, <laughs> that's a whole idea. It's <laughs> a good question, right? Because for artistic, for artistic reasons, like you know, I mean, I could, I could probably think of a couple things since mine is only going to really have a few people. I mean, for for mine, I like the poster the way it is. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I'm saying something to make, or maybe add or take away a little something, whatever it is you want to maybe, uh, you know, to maybe change it a little more to your storyline, I guess, mm. if you were, if you would. Oh, damn. Doesn't Hold up. Mm. There's doesn't, really- doesn't have to be something brand new. Damn, there's this guy on Instagram who did like a bunch of variation posters for Spider-Man one through three, and then he did four through six, and they're really cool. Mm. Damn, I don't know where they are, but it, but the one I'm thinking, I guess for this one, because for one, mm. he has Spider-Man sitting on top of like a building, but the building is shaped like the Green Goblin mask. Ooh. Oh shit! I guess I would have that, and then I um. I, I don't know, I guess like a 
either just him in the black suit on the building or like or him hanging upside down from the ledge, mm-hmm. half red uh, and black. That'd be cool as fuck. Oh shit. I'm going to we're gonna continue this conversation, but I'm just gonna end it here since we reached an hour and thirty. Sounds good. So if you liked anything we said, don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Uh, no matter what, uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, it is probably going to be on Spotify now. And um, yeah, thank you for watching. Thank you for showing up. If you disagree, agree with any of our movie pitches, don't be afraid to just comment down in the doobly-doo and let us know uh, what you think. And uh, I will have more images. I will have more images for mine next time, so it'll be more tantalizing, like Oliver. <laughs> yeah, so next time we will we will come completely compa- uh, prepared. But uh, thank you. Uh, if you disagree, I'm gonna fight you. I'm kidding. <laughs> and now let me stop the audio version. <laughs>